has to come to its manifestation. It is not only in word form, but also in its manifestation. And then he said the third policia is fully identified, but you not see it in its fullness until that boycott. So it is here. In other words, this word we have received, which is the fullness of Christ that we have in us, which is the third pool, it has to be made flesh. And it is manifest. Amen? Amen. Elisha. Elisha. Received the rope of Elijah. And even after receiving it, he performed some miracle. Because he reached Jordan and it was closed back. So, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And it opened. That was a miracle. A few steps after that, kids come and they are laughing, teasing and laughing at him. He got annoyed. He turned and cast them. And immediately, two bears showed up and swallowed them. Already manifestations were in his life. Even as that's how it should be done. Brother Brown said that double portion did not work on his life until he fitted into that robe. And it took him 10 years to fit fit into the robe. And he said God was not going to alter the robe so that he fits it. It was Elisha to alter his size to fit the robe. The robe had to be there. I can see Elisha. After one year, he comes and picks the robe. He fits in it. And it is still tight. Because I think Elisha was bigger than the rope. The rope. Because normally we are bigger than the word. We need a circumcision. We need a trimming. A lot of wiseking, a lot of bitterness, a lot of selfishness, a lot of know it all. Amen. Amen. So we need to reduce him and shaping. And after five years, he comes pulled with No, not yet. And after ten years, now he can fit him. When he fits him, now the double person can come in his fullness. So the Elisha today is the bride minister. And Elijah's robe 
is this word that has been brought to us in this hour. We have to die. We have to change. We have to be proud until our lives fits in the word. And when it fits in the word, then the power of the word in its fullness will Now the third pool can operate. Hallelujah. Amen. That's where we are. And now in that operation of the manifestation, the manifestation that are being seen in the bride, and they are causing the rapturing faith in the bride. You know, you know, you know, you don't have only faith for the healing of headaches, or for, for the sicknesses, but even faith has grown to the change of your body. You're tired of this world. You want to go home. Oh, hallelujah! You're tired. You're simply tired and you want to go home. And there is faith in you to make it happen. Brother Branham one time was in the woods and he saw an eagle on a limb of a tree and there was um, uh, a squirrel down there and it was saying and the eagle looked at it like despised it. And uh, Brother Ramon, when he looked at it, it looked so bold and so courageous. He shook trees. Brother Bram shook trees. And that did not scare it. He came closer, looked at him and looked away. Like also ignoring him. He aimed his gun. Don't you know I can shoot you? He wasn't bothered. He said, uh, I know where your trust is. You are two wings that God gave you. You know, any time you want, any time you fly out of danger. And now what made him fly was hearing a lot of that chatter, chatter, chatter thing. It got fed up. And in a moment, he said, that's how it shall be. While we're in this world, and there is a lot of chatter, chatter, days of miracles is past. Those are counts. Those are this. And those are this. It will come to time when the blood of Jesus Christ is so much fed up. And have to go home. You imagine at that time when there is that squeeze and everybody is against you and, there is, and every radio is talking about you and there is a boycott, no operation, churches closed. Brother Branham said they will shoot a pastor or a minister just for praying for the sick. And that is the time that the church will pray like never before. Oh, hallelujah. 
And then the power of God will come in the church in such a mighty way. And with that manifestation, and then bring manifestations in a greater level. And with those manifestations, they will be rapturing faith. Look at the early church. In the upper room, they receive the Holy Ghost. But wait when the miracle was performed. It brought persecution on the church. And they, and they closed them. Don't speak on that, of that name to anybody. And then they went and gave the report. And when they gave the report, everybody lifted up hands. And everybody cried. And say, Lord, now, behold this. See what is happening. Now, may you, with signs and wonders, prove the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And they prayed and prayed and cried to God. And when they prayed, the Bible says, the power of God came on them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. These are people who have been filled in the but now the Bible said they were all filled and the place where they were shook oh hallelujah and now when they moved out they were so charged that no, no, no demon was charged before them and no sickness so there is that kind of a thing brother there is that Hallelujah. There is that refilling. The anointing of Jesus Christ coming upon the church in a greater way to manifest greater works. I can, we can see it even in the types. Abraham already elected, already given a promise, already given a sign of circumcision, type of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But at 99, God appears to him again. As El Shaddai. The Almighty God. In Hebrew, El Shaddai. Meaning strength giver. And that strength giver. When he nest on that breast of Jehovah. El Shaddai means. Breasted. God with breasts. Like a mother. And then he was to take that breast of God. And set Take the breast and suck the breast. And that breast was to give him the strength. And in a moment, he would turn back to a young boy and sell to a young girl. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is a type of body change. What brought about that body change? El Shaddai. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. So I believe there is that moment. And I believe it's not far from now. Church of Jesus Christ. I believe we are not left alone. I believe this is not all of it. All the word has come. Hey, but there is a realm to strike. There is a realm to reach. 
God bless you, be the name of the Lord. Yes. Now, uh, I'm trying to see where to, 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 to end close. Amen. We are in, we get, that is how we get in Christ. We are in Christ Jesus. And then those that uh, are in Christ Jesus, they are the ones that the Lord Jesus Christ will take. Him as a head, he comes. And then the going. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. And if you're not in Christ, then how shall you be taken? You'll be found outside the body. He is not going to take what is outside the body. Remember the train we have talked about. The head coming upon the, the body. That is how he comes upon the body. And it is only those that are in are taken. Anything outside, not taken. That means anybody without the Holy Spirit will simply be found outside. No Holy Ghost. You are simply outside. And when the head comes, connect to take that, you're outside. Can't go. Blessed be the name of the Now, when everybody's placed, then, now, and what this master teacher, Paul, Paul, the first thing he does is knock out all the idea of falling away. You see? We've gone a little bit behind. Back. I mean, we have gone a little bit back on being placed into the body of Christ, Jesus Christ. By foreknowledge and now by the fulfillment of it when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. The first thing that it does knock out is the idea of falling away. Knock out all the idea of ever being a Christian today and tomorrow I'm gone. And the next day God condemned me and the next day I'm back again. That is nonsense. This book is not addressed to evangelistic teaching. Evangelist Simmons. I don't touch this on the fields. I don't. I don't touch this on the field. I bring this to the church. For Paul addressed it to the saints. Those that are called to. to those that are called and preserved and are filled and set aside and are in the Holy Spirit already in Canaan's land. He is trying to tell them the first thing, get it out of your mind that you are going to get lost and you are going to do this and you are scared of this. Don't be scared of nothing who is trying to tell you where you are who you are how you are standing. Amen. Amen. Because we cannot be adopted 
when we are still wandering am i in am i out but if tomorrow i backslide what if this happens no wonder it is not for people who are not yet in it's upon people who are already in and then Paul tells you Paul tells you you were predestinated even before the foundation of the world in him amen by foreknowledge your destiny is already determined amen and now you might be doing things wrong and everything you do and every time you do anything wrong you are going to get paid for it Yes sir. You reap what you sow. But that has not one thing to do with your salvation. We are talking about those that are in Christ Jesus, that are in Canaan. When you are born all the spirit of God, you've got eternal life and can never more die than God can die. You see how Paul a Christian you put him in his place to sit him, sit and be contented. When you get the Holy Spirit you are baptized into Christ. You are sealed by the Holy Spirit. He only says, Grieve not the Spirit of God by which you are sealed until the day of redemption. And there, he dismisses the question of, of getting lost. Where you are there and you are worried, won't I get lost? How will it be tomorrow? Will I still be a Christian? What if I fail? What if I backslide? And I go to hell? That should be locked Amen? It should, he dismisses it from a Christian that is filled with the Holy Spirit. Be settled. You can never get lost. You are sealed in Christ. He says, Oh, first, let me first repeat this. It's so, it's so sweet. I don't want to just. You've got. A, when you're born of the Spirit of God, you've got eternal life. And can no more die than God can die. You are a part of God. You are a son of God. Can somebody who has the Holy Ghost go to hell? That's what he's saying. That's what Paul is saying here. Amen? Amen. He can't. Amen. Amen. You cannot die. Just as you know God cannot die. You cannot get lost. Just as God cannot get lost. You know you cannot be proper Christian. Just by being 
wandering on and off full of fear worried of tomorrow whether you will be a Christian whether you will not get lost no you cannot be a Christian so he tells them you are sealed in Christ by the Holy Ghost you are predestinated you are in predestinated to adoption and everything and the other prophet tells us you can no more die than God can die so that now you are walking with confidence you are for Christ and permanently for him and Christ for you no you can't die as God cannot die you cannot get lost as God cannot get lost Jesus cannot lose a part of his body into hell. Is that possible? It's not possible. Once you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, you're about into the body. Now, can Christ get part of his body put it in hell? Can he? Can you chop off your Body, part of your body because it has become dirty. My finger has dropped into chicken. Chicken dung. Give me a figure. Oh, can you? So is God. On the, here we, we preach, we believe in eternal security. A believer's salvation is eternally sure. Oh, hallelujah. I wish now, oh, I wish I had time. You are secure. You are permanently secure. Now listen. There is a scripture. Please, I'm trying not to get to, to take to take more long. But I, I wish this play, this scripture, this point, you go. We, we close when it is clarified very well. Uh, it says here in uh, Hebrews chapter 6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened. And have tested of the heavenly gift. And we are made partakers of the Holy Ghost. And have tested the good word of God. And the powers of the world to come. If they shall finally fall away. To renew them again unto repentance. Seeing they crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. You see, it is impossible for them to break, to repent, to, to come to repentance. Many people, I've seen it even in many, many message churches, 
They have taught this scripture to mean a Christian if he backslides he cannot be ready, he cannot come up again. And then there is another scripture I forgot where it is. It says if we sin will flee. Having known the knowledge of the truth. There remaineth no more sacrifice. So to them a Christian if he does something that he knows is wrong can never be forgiven of it. Because you knew you did wrong and you did it all the same. So no more sacrifice. You can never be forgiven. But now the prophet those of you who have COD you read that question. You go to scriptures explained. Scriptures explained. Then look through Come to Hebrews 6.4 And this scripture is asked And then asked him Does this mean a Christian That you will not be forgiven Because He has come to the knowledge of the truth And has tested Of the heavenly gift and things He says No it's not that a Christian cannot be forgiven. But here Paul was talking about the make believers. Like the children of Israel when they came to Kadesh they came close to the land that they could even taste of the fruits of the land. But they could not go on to take it. He said this is a type here. Here is a type of a believer who sits in a Holy Ghost inspired meeting and the Holy Spirit is falling and the presence of God there and he can even feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in the place or even he can get healed by the Holy Ghost says there he has tested but he does not have courage on, he, on his own to go on and receive the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. And then he later on falls away. You see, he, he has tested. But not that he has received it. He has only tested. And now on that explaining, on expounding more on that, he says, but it is not possible for a Holy Ghost filled person. We are not talking about the tester. Testing the Holy Spirit of the heavenly gift. The Holy Ghost comes in the meeting and meeting is charged, the presence of God, he feels it, he tests it. We don't talk about that. We're talking about somebody who has received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, received it. He said it is not possible for him to get lost. 
Then he gives the type of it. He said, Saul was anointed by the Holy Spirit by Prophet Samuel. And when he was anointed, which is the type of the Holy Spirit, then he became a king. And then, in his disobedience, the Holy Spirit left him and the evil spirit came on him. Amen? You know the story. And then now, God completely abandoned the man. He could, speak, he could not speak to him by Urim Thumim. He could not speak to him by prophet. He could not speak to him by dream. Until he went to the witch of Endor. And he disguised. Because this witch had power to bring up the dead and they talk to you. And the prophet said, Why they, she could do that? Before Jesus died, even the saints would not go in the presence of God. They'd be, they would be closed down in paradise. They are closed there, but they cannot go in the presence of God. Because the blood under which they are atoned is not perfect blood. Now, Saul goes to the witch. Because he, he, knew, he knew he has powers that can bring up a dead person. And he knows that he used to rely on Samuel to give him the word of God. So he goes there. And uh, please bring for me a man called Samuel. Blah, blah. He explains the man he is looking for. Then the witch does his enchantment. And Samuel comes up. And when he comes up, the witch shouted, screamed, and fell. Say, I see God rising from the earth. He said, How does he look like? He said he's a man. He's guarded with, uh, with a rope. And he's like this like this. He said that is the one. He knew it is Samuel. But why did she fall? Why did she, why she, why did she get scared? The glory of God. That was upon this prophet. That means when we die. The way we die with the glory of God on us. We remain with that glory on us. Amen. And then as he came up, told him, why have you called me? Seeing you have become an enemy of God. And God has left you. And he has chosen for himself a man after his own heart. And he has given him to be the king of his people. And you, tomorrow, at this time, you will be with me. Meaning, he was going to die. And that's what happened. The following day, Saul was killed. Now, Brother Brown said, 
Look at Saul. He did not get lost. Because if he got lost, it means even Samuel was lost. Because they were going to be together. And why couldn't he get lost? Because that time when he was anointed to be king, that was a type of the Holy Ghost baptism. Amen. So a person baptized with the Holy Spirit cannot get lost. But can he do mistakes? Yes. Can he can he backslide? Yes. But Brother Brown said, when he does, he will pay for every one of his mistakes. Because his judgment is here on earth. For every sin you do, there is a whip for it. And he said, if a person that is filled with the Holy Spirit backslides and he does not come up to repent, he said, God will warn him. And if he does not take the warning, his life is cut short. He cannot live long in sin. Those are the things that happen. God will warn you. You can take the warning. He will whip you. If you cannot still take that, he cuts your life short. But you cannot get lost. As God cannot get lost. Wow. You say that makes people uh, stubborn. Not the children of God. Not the children of God. How can you know that if you go in that way, God will warn you. If you don't, He will whip you. If you don't, He cuts your life short. And still you take that same way. Does that make you stubborn? No. But for the children of God filled with the Holy Spirit it does not make them stubborn but it makes them settled. It is settled. It is not that they are in Christ for a temporal it's not a temporal deal. And tomorrow we can drop them. They are there permanently. And they are bound to the promised land. And when can you reach when can you say that you are assured of salvation like this? It is only when you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So Paul kicks out the, the any possibility of them getting lost. No way. Amen. Amen. Mm. Remember, I'm talking to those that are in Christ Jesus. Not to those outside. Who is outside? Anybody without the Holy Spirit. I'm talking to those that are in Christ. 
Kristo. How do you get into Christ? By one spirit. We are all baptized into one body. How are we? How do we get in? By water baptism. How? Disagreeable I am with Baptist and you Church of Christ. Not by water baptism. By no means. First Corinthians 12 said, by one spirit are we brought into that body. And just as safe as that body is safe. When you are in that body, you are as safe as that body is safe. How could God judge him again? When he went to Calvary, going up to Golgotha, he was beaten, bruised, he could not, amen, he could not heal, he could not even speak a word hardly, because why? He had the sins of the world on him. No, because that he was a sinner, but he was made sin for me and for you. And all the sins of the world from Adam until his coming rests upon his shoulder and God was not punishing his son. He was punishing sin. See how horrible it was? He was making a propitiation. He was making a way of escape for all those in God by his foreknowledge. Knew that they would come. Amen. Now we are closing. Now, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you are baptized into that body. That body was already punished. And it cannot be punished again. And now that's where you are hiding. In a body that is free from punishment. He can never be punished again. Because it was punished at the cross of Calvary. Because of the sin of the world. It was bruised. It was beaten. Just Amen. And its judgment was done. And finished. And now you. You have come in. Hallelujah. Amen. No wonder we sing. Nalukane kusenga gwe omoloko zikatonda chembudesa nyukanyini ninjatula bensanyuse. Hallelujah. When you run into him you are secured. You've got that eternal security. How many believe that? You are secured forever. Because you are in Him. He's already punished for, for sin of the world. And God can never punish that body. And now for you, you are hiding there. It is a body that is free from punishment. It can never be punished. Amen. So you are secured. You can never be lost. 
You who has not received the Holy Spirit, you should want to hide there. Never rest. Anything outside, God is not responsible. Amen. If you are not in Christ, even with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you are not safe. Doesn't matter how much message you believe, how much sanctified you are, how much good you are, you are as clean and virtuous as a lily. Salvation is not there. In Egypt, you have to be under. In the shelter that has blood, that has the token. However much of a Jew you will be, you are such a Jew. A seed of Abraham. And you are a believer of Moses. Actually, you are his fan. But without you getting under the shelter that has blood, you are believing the Lord save you. And in that message, Brother Bram said, you say, Brother Branham, I believe the message with all my heart. And I believe everything you've ever said. He said, that's not it. Without the token, you will perish all the same. Your believing is in vain. What? Yes. Get into the token. Get into the... Amen. The, that protection. That security. Amen. Get into the fortress. And the fortress is Christ's body. How do you get there? Holy Ghost baptism. When you fill with the Holy Ghost, you are into Christ's body. And there, that is a fortress. No danger. No harm. Oh, hallelujah. God bless you, saints. Hallelujah.